sit down and buckle up. It's time for Track Talk with Bryce Sparling and Matt Ridgeway. Lights out and away we go with another fantastic edition of TM5's Track Talk. I am Bryce Sparling here with me, as always, my co-driver, Mr. Matt Ridgway. Matt, how you doing tonight, man? Well, I would be doing a lot better if the Buccaneers weren't the worst team in the NFL, Bryce. How are you? They're pretty terrible, man. They're, they're pretty terrible. It's worse than terrible. But listen, 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 listen. It, um, it's going to get better. It's not, it's unfortunately, it's always darkest before the dawn. And we still got a little darker yet to, to get. Um, the Buccaneers are going to get absolutely obliterated by the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night football. Yep. And on Friday morning with the sun coming up, um, we'll, we'll dawn some changes inside the building of one buck place and the season can still be salvaged. There's hope yet. Well, lucky for the Bucs, too, they are in quite possibly the worst division in the entire NFL. Isn't that so. weird? Like, <laughs> the Saints and the Bucks and the Falcons, not so much the Panthers, but even the Panthers a couple of years ago, the, the NFC South has, ha- has taken turns, but year after year has been a staple. And it's been your division, the NFC East, that has been the laughing stock of football for quite some time. And now you might be the best division in yeah. all of football. Got an undefeated one, team and, and two one-loss teams. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I I'll be honest with you, man. I didn't see the Giants being this good Dude, at all. They're, they're still not good. They just find, they're they're winning games. Like their offense is terrible. But, I, I was I was talking to a buddy uh, about this. This outside of maybe four or five teams in the NFL. I know this is a racing podcast, but we like tangents here. Yes, uh, if you haven't of, figured that out, we're like 34 <laughs> weeks into the year. Come on. <laughs> uh, outside of like four or five teams in the NFL, I it's just not entertaining, man. It's just like these yeah. Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night games, they're just between two crappy teams. And it's just, I am so tired of seeing the Broncos on primetime. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Stop, please. Yeah, I've already seen headlines asking, is this the worst NFL season ever? And I'm like, whoa, man, pump the brakes on that. Like, I understand it, but if you're a, if you're if you're NASCAR, if you're the NFL, you gotta be. NASCAR's always in damage control. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday, so I'm sure we'll see if there were any penalties announced today. The NFL's um, gonna call call NASCAR in to help yeah, them and kind find of out navigate these waters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But Your speaking, fans hate you. Can you help us here? <laughs> yeah. How do we how do we not end up like you? Can you help us out here? Uh, speaking of NASCAR, let's go ahead and talk some motorsports on this uh, motor racing podcast. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Ty Majeski wins the Truck Series race at Homestead, Miami. Uh, leads 67 of the 134 laps. Uh, the championship four is set. Yes. And, uh, is it? Wait, is it? Is it? Are you positive about that? I'm, I don't know, honestly. I'm like, okay. Let me let me fill you in. Positive. Let me fill you in. For those who don't know, Bryce didn't watch any NASCAR this weekend, and I didn't watch any F1 this weekend. So we're going to take reciprocating uh, turns here and fill the other one in on how the weekend went. So in the truck race, uh, 
unrelated to the victory, there was a truck that made the final four. Um, the Thor Sport truck. Christian Eckes, is he in the final four? This is it. Ty Mieski, okay. Zane Smith. Yep. Ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes, okay. And then who's the other one? And uh, Chandler Smith. Okay, Chandler Smith. All right, Chandler Smith is the Kyle Busch truck, right? I believe he is a KBM truck, yeah. What no- what number is he? 18. Yep, and then uh, Ben Rhodes is what, 99? Uh, ben Rhodes, I believe, is 99. Yes, the Duke Thorson yes. 99 okay. car. So that truck made the playoffs, made the final four by one point, I believe. And he had teammates pulling over for him to pass on on the last lap. We had a manipulation, a blatant and obvious manipulation of the playoff system, which my team got absolutely hammered for just a couple of weeks ago. And whoever missed the playoffs, I forget who it was. Um, it looks like Nemechek was, was the... He was the last one out, Friesen? I think Stuart Friesen was the one, the last one out that got bumped out. And they asked him what he needed to change the results and get into the final four. And he's, he blatantly said into the microphone on television, on NBC national television, I didn't have teammates to pull over for me and get me into the final four. Uh, I mean, so everybody wow. knows what happened. It was, it was, I mean, Twitter erupted immediately. So I was wondering if we might see some um, some repercussion, repercussions uh, this Tuesday afternoon because for the last month, I feel like NASCAR spent Tuesday in damage control and announcing penalties. Um, but yeah, I guess I don't... I, if, if you're seeing the Final Four still at this time on Tuesday and it hasn't changed, then it looks like nothing's going to be done about it. I guess their argument will be that they didn't say it on the radio <laughs> that the teammates <laughs> the teammates took that initiative without any uh any radio communication oh, yeah. i guess it's as simple as that um they have as, the encrypted messages like ferrari yeah. does when they have their pitch strategies well i mean that rodney childers sent it out in a tweet like got it you can manipulate the championship race at homestead you just can't talk about it on the radio Bingo. The, the precedent has been set so i guess this is nascar confirming that um if they didn't announce penalties today, I, you I'm can really cheat as long as you don't talk about the cheating. Yeah, you just can't. No. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But yeah, it looks anyway. like John Hunter Nemechek came in fifth, uh, and he was three points ahead of Stuart Friesen from okay. these, these goofy ass standings that I'm looking at on NASCAR.com. All which right, don't, don't make any sense. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm almost positive that it was Stuart Friesen giving that interview. I could be wrong. I was half-heartedly paying attention to the truck race i was watching there was so the much end. going on on sunday dude yeah there was yeah or well that this was this weekend yeah yeah this <laughs> weekend there um, was it was it was nuts man like because I, I, I was talking about that on uh on the podcast on monday i said sunday i think the cbj played the hawks played uh the the entire nfl slate was going on f1 was going on nascar was going on there was so much i was trying to rebuild a front porch like there was so <laughs> much going on and like I was trying to flip in between everything and watch everything, and like my brain was almost in overload mode. Yeah, uh, there was there was a lot of sport. As Sunday was a trail. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do it on Sunday. I was trying to watch the Bucks, and they were infuriating. Eesh. Yeah, I and, turned that game off, dude. I, I wish I had the ability to, but 
I've, I've <laughs> uh, sat through much worse. And that's true. It, it, you know, softly in the background was uh, the Hello Darkness, my old friend song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know this feeling <laughs> of watching the Bucks play pitiful football and lose to terrible teams. Uh, it ain't. It's new to Brady, but it ain't new to me. I, I was here before, and I'll be here after. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, you know uh, another tangent, but I think if I was Brady's offensive lineman and he was screaming at me after going to a wedding on Friday night before a Sunday game, probably would have broke his jaw. I don't care if he is the greatest of all team time, forty million dollar quarterback, most Super Bowls ever. You yell at me, you don't come to practice, pal. Probably a broken jaw. Well, he's not yelling because he, he's yelling because they suck. So. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he wouldn't be yelling if they could block for more than five seconds or get any penetration at the line of scrimmage. Uh, but Maybe it was a new blocking scheme put in on the Friday block through. You think Byron Leftwich has implemented anything new this entire year? No, and that's what's crazy is he would. They were so successful last year, and I know that I I know it's not the same offense. I know I know they have they have new pieces and everything, but they're a complete husk of themselves from last year. And I thought Leftwich was a genius last year. But I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he is. Maybe he still is. And he's it's not. Just, I, nope. Yeah, it's he never was. He was on. He was a crutch on. Bruce Arians was his crutch, and I know Bruce Arians is still in the building. But but now he's standing on his own feet, and he turns out he he may be um, handicapped. He may not be able to actually stand. He's a toddler <laughs> learning how walk yes and and but he's not learning he's kind of just <laughs> laying like a limp noodle on the floor uh so yeah the the four in the truck series that make <laughs> yeah. it into the championship four back, back to racing back to motorsports uh ty mieski zane smith ben we rose got in the and, world series bro <laughs> <laughs> and uh chandler smith uh, they all go to zero on points they're all tied going into the championship four uh, and, and something that kind of uh, kind of irks me, John Hunter Nemechek finished third in the most laps led all year, and he is not in a chance to win the championship uh, because NASCAR's playoffs are absolutely stupid. Uh, Matt, who is your pick to be the champion of the Camping World Truck Series? Listen, for me, it's an easy decision. I'm going to go with my manufacturer alliance i am rooting for zane smith but i will tell you bryce i will not be upset if ty majeski can manage to win the championship that guy has scratched and clawed his way to get where he is today uh would be a lot further in his career had he had money behind him that he doesn't have so i I, i'm gonna go my heart lies with the blue oval that's the the direction I'm going, but uh, but I would love to see Ty Majeski win a championship. I'm also going to go with Ty Majeski. I, okay. I, he's sec- second wins, second top fives, second top tens. I believe he's fourth in laps led. Um, the only person left in the the chase that has a better record than that is, is Zane Smith, the, the Blue Oval. He's, yeah. he's second in laps led. I think he's first in top tens, first in top fives, uh, first in wins. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think Majeski is going to win the Camping World Truck Series. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Zane Smith did. Ford, come away. Now that's not a is that that's not a Stuart Haas. Stuart Haas no. doesn't have any trucks, do they? No, we didn't. We have no truck affiliate. Well, we have. Okay, we our 
SHR-affiliated drivers, which would be Brian Priest and Haley Deegan, run for DG David Gilliland Motorsports. Oh, yeah, um, that one. But David Gilliland Motorsports is switching to Toyota over the offseason, and so they will obviously be gone from that team uh, unless I get Priest's contractual obligations are up at the end of the year. He can go wherever he wants. I don't think he's going to leave the SHR organization. I actually talked to him today. Uh, they're, according to a Bob Pockers tweet, he may be going... There's some indication that Tony Stewart wants to put him in the 41 car to replace Cole Custer. Oh, wow. I'm not, I'm not saying anything... I have no knowledge of it. I talked to him today. He has no knowledge of it, at least um, that he's willing to speak about. But certainly there's a possibility that it's been mentioned to him. But he has no contractual obligations past December 31st. And as of right now, he's just waiting to find out. Uh, Haley Deegan is still a Ford driver, so she will be in the Ford program. We don't know where. I assume it will be an SHR Xfinity car. Um, did you they score? Yeah, dude, five to nothing. Oh my god, turn the game oh, off. Jeez, dude. Uh, is Tom Brady playing for the Columbus Blues? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're losing five to nothing to a team that couldn't even pay their bills a year ago. Still can't. They're yeah. living in. They're playing in an apartment complex. I, I, I think. I even think we. I think we've landed more shots on goal. Yeah, we have nineteen to their seventeen. You just have a crappy goalie. Five to nothing. They pulled a. Patrick, oh, they pulled the goalie. Yeah. Patrahava, dong, and uh, now they have in um, uh, Mirza Mirza Blagovich or something. I don't know. Some Russian name. They pulled a Russian guy for a Russian guy. Pull him and then played nobody. See if that yeah, works. just play nobody. Just, just go play, empty net. Just go six the skaters. Extra attacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways. Yeah. So uh, where? Uh, speaking yeah. of Haley Deegan, where is she going to be next year? I, I would assume. It's going to be an SHR affiliated Xfinity car. That that would be my guess. Um, I, I think that's the most logical reason that they may want to keep her in trucks another year. But just seeing how she did in one Xfinity race, and and she hasn't really progressed in the the truck series. Um, I think she we've talked about on this podcast numerous times. She's much more suited for the Xfinity series uh, where she can use car control to develop and progress in her career so i expect it'll either be the the 07 ss Greenlight racing uh actually i have actually heard that junior motorsports has um she had a meeting with um kelly earnhardt miller um at junior motorsports and junior motorsports has agreed to give haley the number one uh for her move to xfinity series so sam mayer would theoretically be in a different car number next year and Haley Deegan, wherever she's at, whatever team she's with, uh, would potentially have the number one. So, That's pretty cool. So John, yeah. John's brother's out then. Well, no, he's not out. He'll just be in a different number. Like gotcha. ju- junior motorsports will still field that car, but they are giving, they are letting Haley Deegan remain as number. She was number one in the truck series. I guess she, number one is, I don't know, important to her. Um, but but Junior Motorsports, to my understanding, has has released control of the number one for her wherever she lands. So that's cool. That's neat. Yeah. 
pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I hope to see her in the Xfinity series. I'd really like to see what she could do with a a better crop of talent racing her. You know, and, and, a, yes. and a better yeah, a, a crop of talent that's not going to hit her every other race. It seems like. Yeah. So yeah, I that'll agree. that'll be interesting. Uh, moving on to the aforementioned Xfinity series this weekend. Um, why did my that was weird. My all, all my screens just went blank. Uh, Noah Gragson steals the championship for birth with a dominant Xfinity series win at Homestead, la- leading 127 of the 200 laps ran. Noah Gragson wins. Uh, Ty Gibbs finished in second, and Mayor Humdinger finishes in third. Uh, John's brother Sam finished in fifth. Uh, yep. So we're our championship for. I mean, it was a dominant performance by Noah Gregson. Nothing else really to talk about in Xfinity. No fights or anything that I saw. Um, a lot more fights. Yeah. Um, what's our final four over there look like at this so, moment? I don't think they've. I don't think the championship four is set yet. I think it's Gregson. Not, it's not. They race at Martinsville this weekend. Gregson punched his ticket. Yep. I believe Josh Berry did. Didn't Dingle win a yes. race yep. last week? Those are the two we know. Who's Who are the other two currently in? Uh, Gibbs and Mayor Humdinger. Okay. So who, so Allgaier's out. Yep, by five points. And who else is out? Austin Hill is out by yeah, uh, Austin, seven. Austin Hill doesn't have a hope in hell of making the championship. Um, uh, who else? Uh, John's brother, Sam. Yeah, He's about gonna... 30 points out. And Brandon Jones is about 40 no, points out. Yeah, doesn't have an open hell. So those three have to win, essentially. Yes. Um, at Martinsville. Not going to happen. Um, the final four is going to be the final four that it currently is. In I my agree. Opinion. Yeah. Josh Berry did uh, himself a big favor in winning, a, winning that race last week. <clears throat> Because I would have yeah, picked uh, yeah, yep. Allgaier to get in over Josh Berry. Yeah, it, it put Allgaier out, and that's the only reason Allgaier is out. I, yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I I, yeah. Championship four, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Gregson, uh, Josh Dingleberry, Ty Gibbs, and Mayor Humdinger in the, in the championship four. Yeah, uh, yeah, kind of kind of irregardless of what happens uh, next week. And getting on to the Cup Series, Kyle Larson wins the race after leading. 60 of, or excuse me, 199 of the 267 laps ran. Uh, the only other people that led double digit laps the entire race was uh, Martin Truex Jr. with 28 and William Byron with 32. But other than that, Kyle Larson, almost 200 laps of 267. And, and your boy Ross Chastain finished in second. Dude, uh, I'm going to say, all right, I've, I've got a couple things for you. First of all, um, I would really have loved to watch this race without stage racing because Kyle Larson put an absolute ass whooping on the field. And I really, it, I would love to be able to have watched um, <clears throat> how dominant it would have been had there been no stage interrupts, had we had a significant amount of this race under green flag. He, he would have lapped more than half the field, if not the entire field. I mean, it, it, the, this was a historically good uh ass kicking that we saw on Sunday and and sometimes you just have to sit back even when you're racing against that and appreciate the amount of talent that goes into that um, so I would love to see Kyle Larson Kyle Larson dominated that race no question had the best car all day long uh, William Byron you said he led 30 laps he won the pole those were like the first 30 laps before Larson caught and passed him and then he was <laughs> irrelevant like that was it 
and then uh, something happened with pit stop cycle late in the race that allowed Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr. was fast, uh, but but Kyle Larson was chasing him down. Uh, there was a caution for I don't know what some a brat no Kyle Reddick spun hit the inside retaining wall, um, brought out a caution, and there was some contact on pit road um, that uh, if you didn't see Bryce. Um, Martin Trex Jr. coming onto pit road first with Kyle Larson behind him. Martin Trex Jr. sees his pit stop pit box late, applies the brakes. Well, Kyle Larson is going pit road speed behind him and gives him a little tap, tap, taparoo right on around <laughs> into his pit stall. Uh, and the credit to the, if you haven't seen this, it's worth watching because the JGR pit crew guys did a phenomenal job of scattering like bowling pins when they saw this car coming around and like the jack man drops the jack and jumps like a spider monkey back over the pit wall uh, <laughs> and, and martin Drex jr actually stopped perfectly in his box going the wrong way but in the box where they can service the car um a lot of people there were a lot of opinions on on that on social media um but but from my perspective it looked like Truex Jr. He, you don't, when there's two lanes on pit road for a reason. There's an entry and an exit lane and a fast lane all the way to the right. Truex Jr. hit the brakes in the red lane all the way to the right. So Kyle Larson's not braking because before you break from that, you get out of that lane before you break for your pit box. Uh, he did not do that. He missed his pit box or missed. He was late on his pit box entry, uh, and it cost him. Um, but, but I always wondered how, how like Cup Series and Xfinity Series and Truck Series guys found yes. their pit box because there's yes. 40 pit boxes. Like it's not like F1 where there's 10. There's so on there. There's an etiquette um, emerging, a zipper lane merging etiquette on and off pit road um, that sometimes is or is not always adhered to. Mostly that's your spotter. Your spotter is counting down pit boxes to yours. So you usually get about a 10 away notification. That's when you start looking for your sign. You get a five away notification from your spotter. You should be able to see your box at this point, have it identified. And then you get a three, two, one as you're pulling in to a stop. Go, go, so, go, go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's generally, I don't know what Martin Trex Jr. spotter was doing. I don't know if he couldn't see either, but um, <laughs> he had either a way. Of many beers up there. It was Miami, people, man. A lot of people were mad at Larson, said he did that on purpose. I'm not buying any of that. Larson was, Larson can't, it's not Martin Larson's job to stop for Martin Truex pit box. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm all good with it. I'm glad everybody was safe. Nobody got hurt because the pit crew could have been, the ones that are really in jeopardy here uh, through no fault of their own were the pit crew, uh, but nobody was hurt. They all, they, they're, hyper aware of what's going on and cars moving around them um so that was good to see and an absolute dominant win by kyle larson the other thing i'm going to say is ross chastain i i think i've had him as my guaranteed out in every round i think so uh, <laughs> i and i said earlier this year that there was zero chance ross chastain wins a championship i am i uh, i'm gonna go ahead and be sour grapes here and admit that Ross Chastain is going to race for the NASCAR Cup Series Championship at Phoenix. I, it is gonna going, it's going to happen. 
<laughs> Good I racer. don't know if he's going to win it. Listen, his really talented. He has one hope at winning it at this point, and that is that Denny Hamlin also advances. Because Denny Hamlin is not currently in the round of four. He is not. He is and out of I, it. I promise I'll put my hand on any book you want to put in front of me and tell you that uh, if Denny Hamlin is not racing for a championship at Phoenix and uh, Ross Chastain is, uh, Ross Chastain is not going to win the championship. I 100% guarantee it. Um and uh, Matt, breaking news, but the Columbus Blue Jackets have scored. You're on the board. The comeback is on, baby. So you're saying there's a chance. Five to one with 11 and a half minutes left in the third period. Comeback is on right here. We're going to yeah. we're gonna win this in overtime. It's, we, it is time to pull the goalie for sure. <laughs> get, get that extra attacker out there, bud. So, uh, so the final four, as it stands right now, we still have one more race, but the final four right now looks like Joey Logano, who's locked in because of the win. Ross Chastain is, uh, is, is going to be in there because he's a good, talented racer. Uh, Chase Elliott is probably going to get knocked out um, just because, you know, that's, that's, that's what NASCAR needs is, you know, some more controversy. Uh, and then William Byron's fourth. So Logano, Chastain, Elliott, and Byron are your top four right now still in the hunt. Denny Ham- Hamlin and Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell and Chase Briscoe need a win to yeah. advance. Uh, what a wrench that would throw if, if Briscoe or Bell won, um, won next week. Yeah, I mean, it can happen. Uh, they both won on a short track this year already. Um, it, yeah, it sucks, obviously, with Briscoe. That's kind of where my heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears are all gone these last couple of weeks um and and it sucks to to be in this we have to win to advance position but we've been starting every race in 25th place with that car and just grinding and grinding and grinding and that's that's not a way to live life um we talked about it you can luck out of other rounds uh but you're not going to luck out of this round you have to earn it Uh, and we as a team have not done that so um, we still have another tape on the nose. Well, uh, this uh, this weekend it's all or nothing. So you do whatever you got to do. A little bit, um, of, a little bit of duct tape right there. But we'll see. I mean, it's not over yet. It doesn't look good. Um, but but certainly, any of those guys could win this weekend. Um, qualifying is going to be massively important here because of the shifting in the corners. They've basically ruined uh, racing at Martinsville because. You can just, if you miss the corner entry now, you just downshift till you're grabbing all the gears and you can still get out of the corner. So it's incredibly hard to pass here. Uh, qualifying and track position will be massively important. Uh, with that said, I just spoke about how we're starting every race in 25th. Um, so if that's the case, we're, it's going to be a, success. a what you're real me. tough grave to climb out of. But uh, Goonies never say die, Bryce, and we're not ready to throw in the towel uh in the words of rocky balboa i didn't hear no bell you're ready to go in there and scream hey you guys <laughs> that's I, I might just be the guy doing the truffle shuffle <laughs> but speaking uh, of this weekend in martinsville we have the wheeling series i always like to watch those guys go around really? yeah, yeah they're, the, the, they're entertaining the wheel and Sealy series on thursday the, the wheel and sealies the wheel and sealings <laughs> those sealies the wheel and sealies—they're so silly. Wheeling over there. 
Uh, the practice is at 3 p.m., qualifying at 6 p.m., and we have at 8 p.m. the Wheeland Series on Thursday for the Virginia is for Racing Lovers 200. Uh, it's also sponsored by the Fruit Pineapple. Mm. I'm not sure what that's all about. Uh, but the, pineapples are right side up. Pineapple. I don't. I think it looks upside down to me. So I don't yeah. know what's. Well, we do race, know what that's. Everybody knows what that is. Racing Lovers 200 upside down pineapple. I don't know what they're doing in Martinsville. That, that infield's too small to be doing any of that funny <laughs> business. <laughs> Sounds like uh, an interesting kind of love going on. At the, <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Virginia. <laughs> uh, we're going to get fired if we keep going. <laughs> hey, you can't get fired for something you don't get paid to do. This is also true. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned I learned that in February. Uh, and then <laughs> Friday, October 28th, the Xfinity Series practice at 4 p.m. on USA and then the qualifying at 435 on USA Saturday at noon we have practice for the Cup Series and then at 1245 we have qualifying for the Cup Series both of those are on USA and then at 3 p.m. the Dead on Tools 250 on NBC and then on Sunday the big boys go out 2 p.m. in the Xfinity 500 the Cup Series is racing in the Xfinity 500 instead of the Xfinity cars racing in the Xfinity 250 which would make sense but whatever, it's NASCAR. So the Cup Series goes off 2 p.m. Xfinity 500 on NBC. Who you got this weekend, Matt? Uh, Chase Briscoe. I like it. I like the pick. I, I don't, but I'm 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 going to will it into existence, Bryce. I will go down with my ship. I am going to pick someone who I've picked about 30 times so far this year. <laughs> And they still have not won. Ryan Blaney. But it doesn't stop me from picking him about every single weekend. So this weekend, we're going with Mr. Ryan Blaney. <laughs> I like it. I feel so bad for that guy. I pick him like every weekend, and he he never he hasn't won a single freaking race this year. That's, oh, yeah. that's awful. The, the, the curse of the commentator. Uh, all right, let's get to F1 this weekend. They were in USA, the USA, or actually it was the US Grand Prix. Tell me how it went. Uh, it was fantastic, man. It was one, you know, and I feel like I say this a lot, and I don't want to keep saying the same things week in and week out, but it was honestly one of the best races of the entire year, man. It was, it was so good. It was so entertaining. The racing was fantastic. Strategy was fantastic. Carlos Sainz went out on the first lap got hit by George Russell. George Russell got a five-second penalty. Uh, Max Verstappen was having some drivability issues because of the the wind. The wind was whipping uh, in Austin this weekend, and Max Max couldn't drive for a solid 15 to 20 laps there. Lewis took the lead on some pit shuffling and some good strategy by Merck, and I thought Lewis was going to win it, and with like 20 laps left, I don't know if the wind died down or they did some adjustments on, on Max's car or something, but he figured it out, and he drove some of the best 20 laps of racing I've seen all year. Came away, flew past Lewis, got the win. Uh, it was it was awesome, man. It was one of it was one of the best races of the year. Um, Fernando Alonso hit, uh, I believe it was it was one of the Aston. It was Stroll. It was Stroll. He hit Stroll and it almost went vertical. He almost took off like an airplane. Oh, I saw that. I saw the saved still it. image of that. Yeah, yeah, saved it. You know, was drove it. Um, got points out of it and then was penalized afterwards. So he lost his points because 
the F1 is, is F1. Uh, Vettel, Vettel was competing for a podium. Uh, Seb Vettel was looked great. The, the Aston Martins really looked good um, before before Stroll crashed, and Seb Vettel came in for his pit. Probably would have come out some. He was in. I want to say he was leading when he came in. I think he was leading. Yes, he was leading when he came in for his pits. He would have came out about fourth or fifth, and Aston Martin just royally screwed up his pit stop. Uh, the front left took way too long to get on i want to say his pit stop was somewhere around 12 to 14 seconds uh and folks that don't watch f1 normal pit stops are around three seconds that's longer than a nascar pit stop and that's all you need to know it was bad man it was really bad so that ruined that ruined his race um it it was it was just awesome man it was a it was a really really awesome race uh leclerc looked good it was you know, I, I feel like I say this every single week, but it was one of the best races I've seen all year from F1. I love Coda, man. I think Coda is a is a great, great track for some of the best racing of the year. And I feel like it's overlooked by a lot of Europeans because it's America. Yeah. It, um, it is. Yeah. And I saw Magnussen finished in the points. That was pretty, that was good. Uh, you know, you'd like to see Haas get points on the home Grand Prix. That, you know, for what yeah, it's K- worth. K-Mag finished eighth, I believe. Um, and Seb, Seb did recover. Seb came out like 11th or 12th after that pit stop. And he, he finished in the points as well. I think he was seventh, sixth or seventh, somewhere around there. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was, it was Max Lewis got another podium and, and Charles, uh, where you're, where your top three, but, um, Lewis had a good car, man. Merck had a really good car. George Russell finished in the top five, I think. Uh, so Merck seems to be fi- fi- figuring something out. But when Red Bull is on and when Max has his car figured out, nobody's going to beat him. He's the best racer on the grid right now and the best car, hands down. Yeah, yep, I agree. So it, it is what it is. It was a great race. I encourage anybody who who hasn't watched it. Honestly, I would go back and rewatch it again. That's that's how good of a race it was. It was it was really, really fantastic. Uh, and, and this week coming up, I love Mexico, man. We're going to Mexico. It usually provides some pretty good racing. Uh, we have FP1 on Friday at... Two. Is that? That's yeah, my time. Okay. Yeah. So 2 p.m. on Friday, FP1, FP2 is 5, 5 p.m. Yep. FP2, F, FP3 is 1 p.m. Uh, on Saturday. And then qualifying on Saturday is 4 p.m. Uh, and the race on Sunday is at 4 p.m. as well. So uh, we're going to have back to back to back races on a Sunday that are right smack dab in the middle of NFL football, which is not great for Americans. We like the, the 9 a.m., 8 a.m., 7 a.m. Uh, starts. So, but yeah, you get to have beer with an F1 race instead of coffee. So that is that is kind of nice, kind of a, a bit of a change of pace. Matt, who you got this weekend in Mexico? Oh, man. I So I almost came up uh, aces on my Lewis Hamilton pick last week. Almost weekend. nailed it, dude. Lewis almost. looked really good for a while. Um, I'm still going max. Like I know, I know that's the repetitive pick. I know it's not fun for any listeners on this podcast, but like the guy is just on. He's unbeatable right now. He's unbeatable. He's Shumi and Shumi's prime right now. That's what he is. Yeah, I mean, like it on a historic run of good. Uh, I do have a question. What did you think about him getting booed uh, by the fans in Austin? Like, I I know if. I guess I'm from the NASCAR side and cheating is just like something that's accepted and not talked about. Um, but 
but I guess the F1 fans were really, really giving Red Bull uh, a hard time in public about this cheating scandal that they they may have overspent on the the salary cap, if you will. What what do you make of this? Am I? I don't know why they're booing Max. Max didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah, I mean, what that's like when we get busted with an illegal spoiler and everybody's like. Kevin Harvick knew what was like. No, Kevin Harvick had no idea what's on that race car. It's not his job to know what's on that race car. It's his job to go drive it. Uh, if you want to boo Christian Horner, that, that's fine with me. You know, people, yeah. I, I'm sure he knew about it or had some say in it. But dude, Max Max has no idea about yeah. cost spending. He doesn't give a crap about that. So. Max's job is to go out there and win every race. And I think uh, most. I think most Americans are Lewis Hamilton fans, and uh, most of the Americans that I've met that are F1 fans are Lewis Hamilton fans. Um, so I think that plays a lot into them booing Max when, and, and Red Bull as a whole. Where I, you know, I, but I, 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 I come from sports in a, in a much different angle. I, I don't have nearly the fandom for a lot of the sports that a lot of people do, so I don't feel as. I feel more passionate about the sport itself than any individual driver or team um you know other other than the braves the buckeyes really the braves and the buckeyes i mean other uh, really other than those two i don't have a real passion for a team per se i just have a passion for the sport yeah. um so i think that skews my view a bit especially in f1 uh i i don't i don't have anybody that i really cheer for um other than Haas, obviously because they're american and Williams next year because they all have an American driving for them. Uh, but I, I just like to see good competitive racing. So, you know, I don't, I don't get too emotional. I don't get too upset. So, I, you know, maybe these, maybe these fans that were that were booing Max are a bit more emotionally in, involved in one singular racer or something than than I am. But yeah, I don't know why he'd boo Max. Max had no idea. That's, I, I've never seen anything out of Max other than extreme professionalism on yeah. and off the track. I mean, even even last year when him and Lewis were dueling back and forth every single race, I mean, fair play to both of them. They had, I, they they did stuff competitively and, you know, in the realm of competition, in my opinion, but nobody was overtly and blatantly an asshole to, to one another. It was, I thought that was very, a very well done championship last year. Um, and I thought the reaction of both drivers after what happened in the last race last year spoke a lot about their character. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I mean, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Max fan. I like to see him win. I, I like to see good drivers do good things. And Max is a great driver doing great things. So I don't know. That was that was very weird, though. Yeah, I, I just wondered if that like I had I was I was kind of not put off, but just kind of confused by the reaction that max specifically got um but i appreciate you um providing some insight there no we got a bit of a tussle here in the cbj versus arizona modge podge team i don't even know what arizona's mascot is that looks awful the the coyotes (laughs) they're trying to fight and the referees aren't allowing it that's a that sucks i mean in a five to one game yeah oh 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 we're gonna drop the gloves here I, I don't know what happened. I looked up, and our, our goalkeeper, uh, Ruski Bob, is over there laid out, and the, the net's almost like a, up against the plexiglass. So I probably got skated into. Yeah, yeah. But you're losing. Let's see here. He shoots it, and he jumps up and runs right into the goalie. I don't – why would – I mean, that's 
I don't know. Whatever. I don't understand hockey still. So that would clean to me. I wouldn't get pissed off over that. Matt, you got anything else to add tonight, man? Uh, no, I don't think we had any questions this week. I didn't see any, but uh, I, I didn't know this kind of a shorter podcast but we kind of kind of had to do it on the fly so i uh i actually got a question for you that i just thought of that i uh um, okay that i asked your friend last week whose name is colin colin thank you i'm terrible with names yeah you're uh, so i asked I, I asked him what he did over the offseason what do you do what do you what do you do as, as a fabricator for for stewart haas what do you do over the over the offseason uh anything and everything um so a lot of parts and pieces off of like pit carts and crash carts and the semi haulers um, all need rebuilt because they've all been on the road for 36 weeks and beaten by the weather and crashed into on pit road and all this and that so a a lot of um, making everything look neat and tidy and new again for February right now I'm working on a what is essentially a show car but it's, it's not it's still got a race motor in it and it's we're putting a second seat in the passenger side that i posted um on facebook for those who are friends with me um can go see we're putting a second seat in that and i've been doing the custom seat work i'm putting the leg boards and all that i'm building the seat for the right side uh you don't have a chance bryce (laughs) listen so the seat the seat that i'm you put in here is one of Clint Boyer's old seats. And, and I'm telling you, like, anybody who's got a waist size bigger than 36 ain't fitting in the, Like, they're not getting in this car. So I don't know what to... Like, I understand that we want to build a two-seater here, but unless the person that happens to be doing the ride-along is 5'10", 175 pounds, they're not getting in this. They're not. It ain't happening. I don't think NASCAR... So, is thinking properly at what their target audience is. Well, I mean, it's not it's not NASCAR. It's in my team, but you know, we have to use what's laying around. We're not going to order a new seat. You're not getting a Hendrick Motorsports seat with custom inserts. Because um, Matt, Matt, I don't I don't know about you, but I, I now this was a long time ago. Granted, this was in the '90s. I did go to a bunch of races in the '90s. Yeah, the average NASCAR fan is not. 510 160 pounds you are exactly right um, but typically your average nascar fan is not getting a ride along um with stewart haas racing driver at the track so i don't know if, if so we did this thing earlier with the f1 team that um magnuson and schumacher got to ride around the track with i think cole custer and chase briscoe oh, that's uh, cool. at charlotte and so it's kind of that um, deal. It's another two seater, just like that. I don't know. Usually, it's kind of for like a sponsorship or promotion deal. Um, it's not something that you can just like come to SHR and buy a, a ride. Um, so, so how 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 does it, can anybody can any individual get a ride here? Or like you said, is it just like pretty yeah, much? Yeah, I don't. Custom? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I do know that I'm going to talk to the guy I want to ride in it. Like, I built the seat. The least you can do is let me ride in it. Um, so I'm telling Bryce, I, as much as you want, you can you can wish upon a falling star, and it, it ain't happening. You're not getting in this. You cannot Matt, fit in this car, Bryce. Matt, you give me you give me a ticket to that, to that ride-along. I will fit my giant ass in that seat somehow. 
I will bring a bottle of Crisco and a, and the shoehorns, and I will get my massive body. And now they're going to have to change the ride height on the right side. They're going to have to put a little bit more air pressure in those right side tires because the thing's going to scrape the ground a little bit when I hop in there. But you get you get me a ticket, buddy. I'm wedging it in there. They're going to have to get the jaws of life to get me out. <laughs> I mean, it, where there's a will, there's a way. I'll give you that. But um, <laughs> Just cut, yeah. cut my legs off of the knees. I'll walk just, around like cotton from King of the Hill. Just me getting in and out of this car, it's not the easiest thing in the world. I can do it. I can do it, which is kind of how I got myself into this situation is I'm, I'm the guy for the job. I'm the tunnel rat, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can fit, so I got picked for the dirty job. But uh, no, the off season looks a lot like that uh, for for November and December. Um, it's kind of anything and everything. There's a lot of government projects going on, aka bring your stuff from home. Uh, a couple of oh. years ago, I built my sim, sim racing rig in Finish Fab. I've drugged that in there and uh, kind of rearranged some things to how I wanted did some some welding and some fab work on that um, and you know so there's kind of uh, as long as you're really working on something in the off season nobody's going to say anything uh, there's also a lot of time off in the off season a lot of days where it's like lunchtime it's like everybody get out of here so um, <laughs> but but uh, as for a fan the off season lasts from December to February uh, for me, the off season lasts from December to about January eighth, because oh. when we roll back in from Christmas break, it is it's Daytona prep work starts. That's um, not that's not true. You're getting ready for the clash at the Coliseum or whatever. Well, that but we start prepping Daytona five hundred cars in January. We can the clash cars don't matter. Come on, Daytona, come on! You want to win the clash? The Daytona five hundred is the race in NASCAR, and that's those the second, cars that's the second race of the year. Nobody cares about every that. Every detail of those cars will be scrutinized and analyzed and redone if necessary, and made perfection, uh, just so we can go tear them up on lap twelve because Austin Dillon can't drive. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. So off season for me is only about eight weeks from now. Cool. Well. How many weeks is it from now till Christmas? Uh, yes. So, like, ten weeks. Alexa, how many days until Christmas? Shouldn't answer you. Uh, sixty-one days. Sixty-one days. Well, that's more math days. than I wanted to do. What's sixty-one divided by seven? Yep. <laughs> that's I agree. how many. That's how many more weeks I got in my just call it, We'll just call it two months. Eight weeks. Yeah, I, roughly two months of, of kind of odd jobs here and there going on. Like, it's the, what I'm working on now is a fun project because I've never built seats from scratch. And it's not like this thing has to go through tech or be perfect. It's go and a NASCAR fan in the car isn't going to know what they're looking at. So as long as it appears to be functional, uh, it's good enough. So, I'd make it like an oversized seat, you know, just to accommodate all NASCAR fans. Well, the, the seat is the seat. I'm building the, like, I, I didn't build the seat. Butler built the seat for Clint Boyer. So it's all his specifications. But I'm building the accessories that, that go around the seat in the car. Oh, uh, like speakers and stuff? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, That's cool, man. That's cool. So I'm, I'm kind of just having fun. A little bit of everything. 
What uh, when you when you getting back into into sim racing and i racing, man? And are you going to stream it? Because I'm sure a lot of our fans would like to watch you go around in circles for 300 laps. You know, speaking of that, I need to flip on YouTube right now um, because the i racing e NASCAR i racing Coca Cola. No, I got that wrong. Hold on, e NASCAR Coca Cola i racing series is going on right now it is their championship race at phoenix virtual phoenix on iRacing is happening right now live and stuart haas racing's esports driver is in the final four so i'm I'm glad nascar uses a good video game to do their e-racing on yes unlike f1 who uses uses their own game yeah their own video game which is a fun game it is not a sim racing game it is a it is very much an arcade racing game and there is a massive difference folks yeah no this is uh this is really well done like i it is a video game and i understand it's not for everybody um but i mean if you turn it on right now bryce that you don't know that you're watching a video game like the the broadcast quality is excellent these drivers are amazing they get the best drivers from around the world to to run like dale jr owns one of these cars steve latart owns one of these cars um this obviously. is a better quality than the highlights that the nascar races are in yeah yeah um wow this like, does look this, really good did, really did good. i racing yeah. have a graphics update recently no i don't know if they did or not or if it's pro it's probably an overlay on the broadcast side um but yeah, if you look at the top, the championship four right now, uh, Stephen Wilson, who's in sixth place, uh, is our driver racing for the championship. Those four guys, the top four, Zaleski, Bolin, Kerwin, and Wilson, are at the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte right now doing this race. They are set up oh. in the lobby. And people are there watching them race. They, The winner of this race, the championship, wins $100,000. And a hundred thousand dollars. Whoa! And that those four guys—it's going to be one of those four, and they are in in Charlotte right now. So who is the dude wearing the sunglasses racing? I don't know, but that's awesome. <laughs> oh my god! Huntersville, North Carolina, or maybe those are green. Maybe maybe those oh. are the blue, the blue screen yeah, shades. Those, those to... are sunglasses. Yeah. All right, that's a that's something I've never seen anybody race in sunglasses. Got, did you see him get loose oh, there? He about bend it. He about bend it. Dude, the he got car. Totally, he, this is. I mean, I'm I'm actually enjoying watching this. I, this, I this is legitimately this is better quality than the NASCAR highlights after the race. This this is a higher quality than that. That's crazy. Yeah. So hopefully, Stephen Wilson. You know, I want SHR to win the championship that matters, which is of course the E. Coca-Cola iRacing NASCAR series. It's the future. It's the future yeah. of sports. Esports. It's the future. <laughs> this I better get a championship ring and a win bonus after this. <laughs> uh, uh, but he's in sixth place right now. And everybody, all of the other championship four drivers are in front of him. So. That Not Casey Kerwin looks like he's eight years old. Yeah, he might be. Uh, <laughs> don't even have a don't even actual oh, driver's that's, license. Uh, that's Casey Kane's team, I think. I think Casey oh. Kane owns one of these teams. Yeah, this is crazy quality. This is yeah. uh 
I don't remember iRacing looking this good when I played it. Oh, see that he's at the Hall of Fame. See the cart right behind him. Okay, now the the gloves, the racing gloves. Yeah. So come come on. um, Like a lot of people's wheels are suede. I have a suede finish on mine, and I get really sweaty hands when I drive, and I don't. It's kind of gross. I wear gloves, and it's not because I want to look cool. It's because I don't want my sweaty hands to destroy my suede covered racing wheel um, that I paid a lot of money for. So, suede. Your yeah. wheel is suede? Yes. yes. Wow. It is wrapped Fancy. in suede. It is a, it is a racing wheel um, and it, it can get kind of sticky if, if my hands are on it for a while. Like if I'm just doing a practice or something, I won't wear gloves, but if I was doing this right now, yeah, be wearing gloves. I have a pair of Kevin Harvick's old gloves that he got, he gave me, got rid of. Uh, a lot of people like have theirs framed and stuff, and are trying to sell them for massive amounts of money. And I wear them to iRacing. <laughs> so, um, what I really want, use. yeah, what I really want is a pair of Dale Jr. skeleton gloves. So if you have a pair of Dale Jr. skeleton gloves and want to trade for a pair of Kevin Harvick's not skeleton gloves, hit me up, and I will happily make that deal. What about uh, racing shoes? I have seen I have seen some professional streamers wear the the racing I, shoe things. I have I have a pair of racing shoes that I got also from work um, <laughs> through a, a I found them. I tactically acquired them as we call it in the art. You tackled Kevin Harvick and ripped him off his feet, didn't you? No, uh, Kevin Harvick was a wrestler. You tackled Kevin Harvick. And was he, it really? Yes, and you you are now in his uh, wheelhouse. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was a wrestler. Oh, oh yeah. man, Kevin Harvick. Yeah, you don't want to fight Kevin Harvick. That's pretty cool. Maybe, I didn't know maybe, that. Break you in half, uh, <laughs> with or without his driver's helmet on. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I got a pair of driving shoes. Uh, racing shoes uh, from the marketing guy, the the uniform guy I asked for. Uh, I tried them out. I I don't love it. I can't do it. I race in socks. Um, okay, that's I, that's I race I race in bare feet. I'm yeah, a barefoot type my, guy. I have metal pedals, and I don't want them to rust because my feet are all sweaty too. Oh, so my yeah. feet don't really sweat, but just I can keep them nicer for longer. Uh, it racing in socks rather than bare feet. Also, I, they have like little holes drilled in them and everything. Like yeah. And so that kind of irritates. I get like little impressions. By the time I'm doing a 24 hour race, I'm three hours into a stint and I can barely feel my feet. So I could, I could wear a sock on my left foot because that's what I break with. But my, I, I, yeah. I accelerate with my right, but I don't accelerate with, well, my whole, my foot, I can't accelerate with my entire foot because if I did, my right foot would press the gas and the brake simultaneously because yeah. they're not far enough apart and I have massive feet. Massive feet. Yes. But, uh, so when I accelerate, I actually just use my big toe. There you go. I don't I don't use my entire foot when I hit the accelerator. I just use my big toe. Because um, if I use my entire foot, yeah, it would, it would press the gas and the brake simultaneously. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the struggle. Okay, do, uh, you can't give me a ride. You think you can give me some driving boots? Uh, I don't know if they make driving boots in whatever size you wear. <laughs> 15 double wide. If you, yeah. if you, if you find any. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that nobody at Stuart House Racing uh, has that size foot, so those aren't going to be in stock. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We're oh, that's it. 
There it goes. That's a wreck right there. Dude, I, how did he think that was going to stick? Like, that, I like that, I like his uh, idea now. He's just going to drive backwards the rest of the yeah, race. Yeah, he's just just the the ride of shame. Just <laughs> ride the wall backwards around the track and let it coast to stop wherever it dies. That's the worst feeling in like rookie i racing or like low level i racing is when you get turned and you just try to not ruin anybody else's race as you're you know 360ing around the track and bumping yep. off of everything. Yep. I'm like, please just don't hit anybody else. Man, I I, I was uh, one last story, and then we'll uh, we'll end the podcast, folks. Uh, I was racing a couple weeks ago. Anybody I was in the just <laughs> listen to our dumb stories. I was in the, I was in one of the Delaras, and I was racing around Charlotte, and I had seven laps to go, and I was ahead by like eight seconds. And I came out of I came out of turn four, and I don't know what happened. I just completely lost it, flew into the wall, bend it, you know, race over. And the dude who was in second uh, messaged me afterwards. He goes, man, what a tough way to lose it. I was like, yeah, I, was like, I completely lost it. He goes, yeah, so he said, I saw you get squirrely in between three and four. He said, I saw you lose it on four, and I just felt bad for you. I was like, yeah, I screwed that one up. At least he was kind enough to offer his sympathies. Everybody I have encountered, which seems the complete opposite from everybody else on iRacing, everybody that I have encountered has been pretty cordial. Um, yeah. which that seems to be, I, I see posts on Reddit all the time about pe- people being assholes on iRacing, but I, I haven't really run into that much. It happens. So you, usually those are the guys on the microphone. Uh, I have my you, mic turned off. Yeah. I so do I. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I, I, you cannot talk to me on iRacing. That's the yeah. dumbest thing. Like you can't talk to me in a real race car from your race car. If you're bad at me. So you're not going to talk to me on iRacing. Either. Yep. Uh, people love my legends car is a uh, golf ball. It's it's nice. just a massive white golf ball, and people I get I get comments all the time about it. Uh, I'm like, it's on trading paints, guys. I didn't do this. I, <laughs> I downloaded it from somebody. It's great. <laughs> all right, that's all we got this week for TM5's track talk. We will see y'all next week with a recap of Martinsville and a recap of the Mexican Grand Prix from F1. For Matt Ridgeway, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see y'all next week, same time, same place.